Welcome to Dating Revamped. I'm your host, Laura Nash. After my own struggles with dating, I now share insights that radically changed my relationship outcomes. Dating can be frustrating, but it doesn't have to be. Tired of repeating the same mistakes and wasting time in dead-end courtships? Well, this show is for you. I share stories on faith, dating pitfalls, life lessons, and I offer practical strategies to help you revamp your dating life so you can win in love. So get comfy and let's chat about new insights today. Hello, ladies. Welcome to another exciting episode of our series, What to Work On While You Wait. I know for me, just sharing in these last few episodes has been a blessing for me. As I share, I'm learning, I'm growing as well. And God is really ministering to me as I share these um, podcasts with you. So thanks for those of you who have said a prayer for me. My voice is slowly but surely coming back and cannot wait for it to be cleared up. Today, we're diving into something very critical to all of our lives because it's a command from God. It is a requirement, not an option. It is something we struggle with and that's just, it's basically the F word. We do not want to hear the F word because it it can be very challenging to face. But again, it is a mandate that we all should adhere to if we really want to be like Christ, and it is forgiveness. That's right, forgiveness. (laughs) So we all have suffered some form of trauma in our lives. If you've lived long enough, you've been through some stuff. You've have to deal with some pain, some heartache, something along the way. And whether it was self-inflicted or whether it was hurt caused by others, we have we know what it's like to hurt. We know how, what it's like to be betrayed. We know what it's like to be lied on. We know what it's like to um, have people backbite. We know what it's like to be deceived. We know these things for many of us, right? So however, but pain is sometimes minimized when there's no visible sign of injury. So even if you're hemorrhaging inside, sometimes people don't think you're hurting because they can't actually see a physical sign that you're hurting. But many of us are walking around wounded and in pain that is hidden inside of us. So when you've experienced emotional pain this way, bitterness can take root in your heart and you may feel you have every right not to forgive someone. But I really believe just from some of the work I've done with forgiveness in my own life that only God can empower us to forgive and forgiveness is only found in Jesus, right? So, but also Forgiveness is not for the faint at heart. It is for the brave. But I could tell you, when you pursue forgiveness, it frees your soul. Because when you give God permission to work forgiveness out in your life, it will crack your heart open to give and receive love in a brand new way. 
Isn't it, isn't that what you want to be able to forgive others, to be able to walk around with a lighter burden? But the path to forgiveness, yes, it will be this, there will be discomfort for sure. But Jesus is not requiring something of you. He is not requiring something of me that he has not done. Remember, he was bruised and crushed, yet he looked beyond their wrongs and pressed on to Calvary because he wanted to be obedient to his father. Just think about it. The cross on Jesus' back, it wasn't weighted with bitterness because if it was weighted with bitterness, he would have given up. But he carried that cross with compassion, with mercy, and with love. All he's asking is for us to do the same and for us to do the same for others. Just the thought of taking the first step towards forgiving someone is scary. And it may even make you mad. It may even make you angry because especially if, if you know you were not at fault. <laughs> but remember, you seek forgiveness, not for the other person, but to walk in obedience to God. But if you refuse to forgive others, your father will not forgive your sins. This is what Jesus says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 15. If you choose not to forgive, your father will not forgive your sins. Now, don't you want to be forgiven of all your sins? <laughs> and you know you have some sins hidden there that you need to be forgiven for. Imagine if we could not receive forgiveness for our sins. Imagine. I know when I talk about forgiveness, there's eye rolling going on. Your spirit may have shut down <laughs> and all that stuff. It just probably triggers you. But when I was able, in my case, there was a time where I was able to forgive my dad. Thank God while he was still alive for being present but absent. That relieved a load off my shoulder that I didn't even realize I was carrying. And that's why forgiveness is a benefit for us when we choose to forgive. Because when you harbor unforgiveness in your heart, you hinder your fellowship with God, number one. You hinder your fellowship with others, and you place your life literally in the hands of Satan's rule and the destruction that he brings because you're walking in disobedience. Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they do or they do not know what they are doing, right? So how can someone who is in anguish, who is being beaten, spat on, kicked, pierced, and cursed at, turned to his father to say, please forgive them for they do not know what they do. Listen, people may have hurt you deeply, but when you view their actions as acts of ignorance, you're less likely to nurse the wounds. 
how wonderful life is that God grants us opportunities to emulate Christ through the gift of forgiveness. God knows the depths of your pain and your reluctance to let go, but he is ready to meet you where you are so you can begin to heal. Besides your relationship with the Lord, submitting to the discipline of forgiveness is one of the most important things you can do for yourself as a single person because you get to practice grace and mercy. Set your heart to become proficient in this area because you will have to use this skill quite often in marriage, even when you are right or have been wronged. Become an expert now. I know forgiveness isn't always easy. And when your heart wants to reject this path of surrender, be mindful of what God's patience, of God's patience and mercies towards you. Because he has been patient with us, right? He has given us so many chances over and over again. And so that's what he wants us to extend to others. I know that some pain might be too deep to deal with on your own. And the reality is people may have died or you may not be able to sit with someone face to face. Don't let that deter you because you don't need a physical body in order to forgive someone. You can decide to forgive whether it be through a prayer, writing a letter, or sitting with a counselor. Oftentimes, you, we want to skip over the hard things in life, but it is necessary to face them if you want to heal, if you want to learn, and if you want to grow. And nothing, nothing teaches us great lessons than the pursuit of forgiveness. So where do you begin? I would say approach forgiveness with an open heart and definitely without any expectations from the other person. Sometimes we're waiting for the other person to forgive, to say, to give an apology or to come and bring their forgive or to offer their forgiveness. But God has called each individual to pursue forgiveness to forgive. So we cannot be waiting on people to apologize. We cannot be waiting on people for us to make it right. And making it right is not making it right with them. It is making it right with the Lord. So forgiveness is not for the other person. It is for you. And it's not about who's right or who's wrong. It's about obedience. But we all know that also that forgiveness doesn't happen overnight. It is a process. And neither do we forgive and then forget. I don't know who came up with that. How are you just going to forget? But not forgetting doesn't mean that you didn't forgive. You may never forget a person's offense. And sometimes you will, but you can't, but you can live, although you may never forget, 
you still can live without bitterness and at peace with yourself. Because I believe that God's power enable us to forgive by revealing the condition even of our own hearts and giving us deeper insight into ourselves or the possible causes of someone's behavior. Because I know my experience has been that when I begin to take the path of forgiveness, God begins to show me things about maybe perhaps about the other person or behavior or the root of their behavior in a way that I could feel um, I can extend mercy, I can extend grace, and I can see it from a different perspective that, yes, the person um, performed the action, but there was something deeper that the person may not even be aware of that caused them to behave that way, that caused them to offend you. So the pursuit of forgiveness, not only does this heal your heart, it gives you deeper insight into yourself, and it reveals to you that it really shine a light on Satan's schemes to keep us from forgiving forgiveness. And that he wants us to hold grudges. He wants us to um, ponder on malice. He wants us to behave badly. And he wants to cover our eyes and think that we have the right to be right and hold on to grudge and hold on to things that's not even important so he can destroy our lives. So as you pursue forgive, uh, forgiveness, don't be surprised if God begins to shine the spotlight on you and he begins to just turn that thing around and show you a different perspective. When you choose to forgive, pain loses its sting. And what I have found is this, one true sign that your, that your heart has genuinely forgiven someone is when you can recall the offense and feel compassion towards the offender or the persons who have harmed you. So as you submit to God, he will give you strength to let go. He will give you the courage to willingly forgive and he will give you the grace to love unconditionally. So as I've been asking you at the end of every podcast to, or I've been encouraging you to really dedicate the time to take each episode of the podcast to heart so that you can learn and so that you can grow. I'm giving you what the Lord has laid on my heart to give you, but it is for you to apply and to take part in what he wants to do right now in your life. I know forgiveness, there are things we can't even begin to think how and where to begin to forgive. But Jesus is with you and he's going to empower you to do that. So definitely take out your journal, take out that piece of paper, write anything down that you feel that the Lord is saying to you <clears throat> at this point. And throughout all the episodes so that you can be a better person. Remember, this is about waiting well. It's about not being idle. It's about being deliberately and actively 
um, doing the things that is going to help you create your best self. So on that journal, I have some questions. Maybe you can do in this activity. I have some questions for you to ask yourself and really just to be honest with yourself as you pursue forgiveness, because a lot of times we're carrying around pain. We're carrying around anger. We're carrying things around that we're not even aware of. And because we don't take the time to sit with ourselves and to examine ourselves, we do not even know the condition in which we, um, in the condition of our hearts. And so I encourage you again to um, really take the time to do this little activity. So get your journal and I want you to ask yourself a few questions. Number one, what breaks your heart? Number two, who do you need to forgive? Who do you need to forgive? Who's been on your heart? Who's been on your mind? What is that thing you're putting off? Number three, what do you need to forgive yourself for? A lot of times we think we might want to forgive others or we have forgiven others, but the most difficult person to forgive is ourselves. So what do you need to forgive yourself for so that you can be free of that thing and begin to walk in the freedom of Christ? So if you're thinking of forgiving and you want to forgive, the next question you should ask yourself, what keeps you from forgiving? Is it because you think you were right? Is it because you think the other person was absolutely wrong and out of order? Is it because the person offended you over and over and over and over and over and over again? These may all be true, but God calls us to forgive how many times? 70 times seven. And so there are no excuses. The fifth question I want you to ask yourself, how would... Or how would forgiveness change your life? How would forgiveness change my life? Ask yourself, what would it mean for you? What would it do for you in terms of your happiness, in terms, in terms of your level of joy, in terms of your peace of mind, in terms of your relationship with others, in terms of your relationship with Jesus Christ? What would forgiveness mean to you in your life? And if you find these questions challenging, ask God to uncover hidden rage, the people who have harmed you, and pain that has you stuck, because pain can get us stuck, right? And lastly, just list one small step you will take today to begin the process of forgiveness. That can be by a little prayer, it can be a phone call, maybe a letter, you can probably write your feelings in a journal. You can speak some things out loud, call a clergy, or reach out to a therapist. And if you try to work through these um, questions and you're having difficulty, of course, and then you continue to struggle, you definitely want to meditate on scriptures that I've provided for you in this podcast, in this episode. <clears throat> and also, 
reach out to, to, to a trained therapist. Because this exercise is not mental health counseling. And it's not intended to be because I'm not a mental health person. Just a few questions I've asked myself and I wanted to share with you. So if you need assistance to process issues, seek professional clinicians or trained psychotherapists, people that are trained in this area to help you walk in through forgiveness. Do your research and ask God to lead you to the right person. These professionals will help you navigate a healing path suitable for you and at your pace. And I want to encourage you as well. Don't allow unforgiveness to block the blessings God has in store for you. Because as you lay down your will, the thing that you want to do, which is not forgive, God's power will help you do his will. As you lay down your will, God will empower you to do his will because he sees that you're willingly submitting to him. And like I said, if you need to reach out to someone, definitely look out for counselors in your area. There are help. There are other help tools online like betterhelp.com that has that they have counselors that you can reach out to at any time. Father, we thank you. We thank you that you desire for us to live lives that are healed, that are whole. And only through you can we gain wholeness. Father, we just come against the hurt, the pain, uh, the rage, the deception, all the things that have come against us, against our lives, dear God, to slow us down, to get us stuck. Father, I pray that God, as you minister to our hearts, that we would find a tender place in you, that we would find a trusting, a trusting place in you, dear God. And Lord, that we would rest in the safety of your bosom, dear Jesus, because that's all it is. We are afraid. We are afraid to trust. We are afraid to commit. We are afraid to heal. We are afraid to forgiveness because we don't want to be vulnerable. And so because we don't want to hurt anymore. Father, I thank you there, Lord, that you are our father and our complete, that you can see us for who we are, that we can be naked before you, that we could tell you anything in their God, that you won't use it against us, and we can find safety, a complete safety in you. Father, I pray for my sisters, their God, as they struggle in there, for those who are struggling in this area, their God. Father, I just pray that you lay your hands on each and every one of my sisters, dear God, that your anointing would overflow their hearts and things about them that you already know, and you already know the areas in which each and every one of us struggle, dear Father. Thank you, God, for being patient with us, and thank you, dear God, that you have given us the opportunity to emulate Christ through the gift of forgiveness. Father, help us to embrace this path because it is this path that is going to open up our hearts to receive all the things that our hearts desire. We thank you for your blessings, for your healing, 
for your complete healing in the wholeness that you will bring into our lives as we submit to obedience. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.